Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's a Dumb Rule. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Today, Greg, what do we got? Today, we have a basketball rule, and I will say full disclosure, I'm going to lean heavily on you for some of this uh, commentary. I but will do my best. But the rule in basketball that I want to cover is the, they call it the no long free throw rule. And what it means is when a player steps up to the line to shoot a free throw, they only have 10 seconds to shoot, mm-hmm. to shoot the free throw. So... I want to kind of dig into why 10 seconds, why is why is that even a thing? Why do players take longer than others? To me, it's it's almost kind of a foreign thing, but yeah. you know, like I said, so, and I know there is a penalty if you don't shoot the ball within 10 seconds, right? Yes. So, I believe the ball gets turned back over. Turned back over. So, or you lose the free throw opportunity, I should okay, say. Okay, right. It's a probably cleaner way of saying that. Okay. So... I, I think it's a little silly, like, okay, why 10 seconds? Where did that come from? I Probably yeah. to speed up the game, I'm guessing. Yeah, and it's it's the classic, it was made for TV. Like, okay. if, you know, fantasy world, if basketball was never televised, you probably would never have this rule. Okay. Like, I think this is one of those, again, just speaking directly from kind of recent history, that's where we're kind of basing this conversation more off of is, being that the Milwaukee Bucks won the title last year, we saw this rule implemented quite a bit in a lot of playoffs with Giannis Antetokounmpo. So this is one of those things that it really was brought to fruition because of TV and making sure the game was sped along. And also whenever you're in, like let's say New York and you're in the garden and you're slowing the game down purposely by standing at the free throw line for over 10 seconds, it annoys a home crowd. Yeah. Like it really does sure bug does. people when you take a long time. And it's almost one of these quality of life rules that basketball just seems to have, not just for TV, but also for the viewer that similar to um, the three strike rule where in baseball, you, you know, we can't have somebody swinging up there at pitches forever. We need to get them off the plate at some point if you're not just a good hitter. Right. So I yep. think it kind of comes from that family tree of, it's for the quality of the viewer. It's for the quality of the TV. And also, it keeps the flow of the game quick. Would you say that most players don't even come close to the 10 no. seconds elapsing? Well, and I think also it's fascinating now because last year we saw opposing uh, crowds or home crowds that were playing against. I'm going to use the Bucks a lot just because it's so recent. Right. But this was the same with the Utah Jazz with Carl Malone, which kind of made this very popular of, counting while they're at the free throw line Ah, for the ref and you can go back and watch tape and it almost makes you kind of laugh out loud because of how like obvious it is that guys are going over this 10 second mark but um not to create a side tangent but there's also the three seconds in the paint rule Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to stand still for three seconds on defense in the paint and park it right and people count that all the time and refs don't call it so i think it's really uh fly by the seat of the pants. If you notice it, they'll start calling it. But really, some players take over 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. I think that happens all the time. And they don't call it? They don't call it. It's just if it's clear and obvious that it is slowing the game down. And it is when you're dealing with like a superstar like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Or when you're dealing with Karl Malone, who whispers to the basketball as a part of his routine. (laughs) And it's just clearly a very obvious thing of the superstars at the line and he hasn't shot yet for quite a bit. Yeah. So can we move this along? Right. So it's one of those rules that it's not heavily enforced. And frankly, I don't think it should be. I know okay. you kind of alluded to you not liking it. And personally, I'm indifferent about it. I, I understand why it's there. Right. But at the same time, 
it's a free throw. It's not going to take more than a minute. My argument is, okay, it's 10 seconds to actually shoot the free throw. Yeah. But how much time elapses from when the foul occurs exactly. to when everyone gets lined up and yeah. the ref bounces the ball to the... I mean, it's that's gotta. probably 15 seconds. Maybe. I mean, yeah, just window dressing, yeah. if I can speak fairly with so, that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like when, when there's a foul, it's not like in 15 seconds we're playing again. You're yeah. probably playing again in like a minute or two. No, and the whole know? process takes like a good 40 seconds to get over with if you're dealing with the best case right. scenario. And I'm thinking of just a single free throw after an and one. Yeah. Like if you score a basket and you get fouled and you get that bonus free throw, you know, I think that process can take 35, 30 to 40 seconds if yeah. you're dealing with the best case scenario to make sure everyone's lined up. Right. And it's it's harder in college because those box out moments really do matter to get mm-hmm. that second possession. Whereas in the pros, you're dealing with so many possessions already. Right. They're not too nitpicky about getting that extra possession off that rebound. Usually there's only going to be three guys in the box. Yeah. I would think that maybe some of the the bigger guys kind of like the break i think catch so their breath you know yeah. they don't want to they they say oh man take as long as you want i'm still sucking <laughs> wind here right so well you could definitely see that in some of the older games when you're yeah. dealing with like a uh, a bill walton who was very athletic but it, it's nice to just get a moment and just to kind of slow yourself yep. down or you're dealing with like a bad free throw shooter like a dwight howard mm-hmm. who when you're looking at him in the 09 finals right He's purposely slowing himself down. He's really working to relax the shoulders, breathe deeply, square your chest, square your feet, make sure the form is right so that you can land that shot. So I think in a lot of ways, some people just naturally go past that 10 seconds and they don't call it because it seems like it's an ebb and flow part of the game of watching these guys settle in. So both sides, both the guys that are resting in the box that are just waiting for the rebound Mm -hmm. and the shooter almost like that to kind of park it and not to again steer too far other side of the court if we're talking about the guys closest to the basket let's also give the guys furthest away from it some respect of the point guards are probably talking to the coaches for that extra 10 seconds which makes a difference your shooting guards maybe your small forwards playing back and now you're setting up a full court press or the opposite maybe you're just playing some uh you're setting up your defense right for transition it's it's a valuable moment like those are the things that sports kind of thrive on are the in-between moments when you can really see a team in action not just with the ball but without it right of how a coach relates to his players and how a defense can be set up before the ball is even in play yep so yeah it's it's one of those rules that again it's called very infrequently unless it's clear and obvious that your free throw routine is harming the game would the and would the nba ever call that in the playoffs yes they, they have they, they have, have called it and they okay. called it many times last playoff season with the Milwaukee Bucks because okay. of Giannis. And I forgive me. Did it me, decide the game, the outcome? I never felt like it did. Okay. I do think the biggest thing about it is it gives a team an edge psychologically the same way an air ball would. Sure. Because it really is just, it's the same idea of you're losing a free throw here because you're scared to take that free throw or you're bad at that free throw or fill in the blank. Yep. So I think with like, again, to use Giannis onto the Kumpo, I think it does kind of affect you, but that's what made Giannis champion is that ability to go over the top and still keep the confidence. But I could see it affecting some players and sure. even, you know, like a Rajon Rondo, an Antoine Walker, where it changes the way that you play the game and you don't want to drive to the basket and get fouled. Right. Now, they're not exactly related to the 10 second, but bad free throw shooters definitely change the way they play. Mm-hmm. And if you get a couple of those calls in the game and you know you t- you're taking long, 
now you're aware yes. and it's going to change the way you play the game. So maybe, you know, you might be changing my mind as we talk here, but yeah. in the grand scheme of things, being that we saw so many calls on Giannis last year and he still won the title, yeah. I think you have to give it the edge that it doesn't ultimately impact a series the way that you'd expect. But if basketball came down to one game, like it doesn't March Madness, certainly it definitely uh, would impact that. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Any final thoughts? I know we could say good rule, bad rule, yeah. neutral, just to kind of summarize I it. I guess I guess I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, if somebody if somebody was up there taking a minute, I mean, that would be one yeah. thing. But to me, it, it just adds more um, unneeded pressure to an already probably very stressful <laughs> time of the game where they have to make a free throw. So Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to it because – it's always been a part of the basketball I've known yeah. really just being kind of, uh, you know, watching from about 2011 on. And frankly, it doesn't distract me from the overall game. It actually makes it a little more interesting as a viewer. And okay. this is, I'm just saying completely yeah. out of left field, you know, just to, again, just, right. it never distracted me from the game. And, but at the same time, when I'm watching in the regular season, I'm not looking for it. Right. I'm not missing it. Right. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm not looking for it. So, frankly, I think I fit more in the neutral column. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us talk. Uh, tune in next time to listen to another strange rule. Thank you, guys.